Uh, my boys, now I know we have we let, we got to get this intro right. We got a minute. Let's let's do it. I know we're gonna do all 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 all, all the all the languages. Uh, sorry, Eric, you started. I'm, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we're all. This is uh, gaming cult podcast is international. Take two. Bonjour. Hello. Konnichiwa. Dobar dan. Hi. Fucking hell, Cody. We did it a second time because of your fucking baby bullshit. Dumb fucking baby. Can we do it a third time if where I speak God. in an actual uh, Japanese accent? I, no, I just, no, we don't I have time. The intro is like 30 seconds long. Wait, you mean it's gonna end like right now? Aloha! From across all corners of our fair planet Earth, welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and the curry for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Game Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Innes from sunny Sydney, Australia, right in the middle of winter here. Uh, joining us from San Diego, California, we have Eric Badur. Hello, it rained here today. And it's July. Rain in San Diego. Hot rain. Hello. Hello. Hello, indeed. It, it sucked. It was like Central Florida. Yeah. It's summer there, too. Yep. Stinky rain. I had a summer cold. Garrett. Also Garrett from San Diego. Hello, Garrett. Hunter. Hello. I'm, a, I'm, I'm upset at one of our guests for giving me a cold. Yeah, Zach. Oh. Wait, no, not him. Oh. I but. Thought, thought it was Zach. Could have been me. You figure Zach's just sick enough to get the rest of us sick. I guess Zach's here. You wanna... His brother hasn't announced him yet, Eric. Oh, hey, I'll announce you. And the most handsome man in Sydney, Australia. Hollywood superstar Zach Innes. Oh, I love that prefix. I'm just gonna say... Every job interview, I'm just going to put (laughs) it on the front and see if I can pull it off. Dude, it's a shoo-in. You can can do it. I, I believe in you, my brother. It would be fantastic. Also joining us from Georgia, we have, not Georgia the country, you know, we're not talking about the Middle East here. Uh, we have, uh, or, or, is that the, or is that like the Eastern Bloc? I can't even remember. Last Cody from Georgia, USA. How are you, Cody? I'm doing good. It's hot here. It's, I don't like it. It's hot in the South. How hot is it? It's, it's very goddamn hot. Zach, that's not how you say how hot is it. You gotta say like, how hot is it? Because it's like a joke. It's set up I for a joke. S- oh, yeah. But he well, wasn't kidding. He really wanted to know how hot it was. Yeah, yeah. like, Cody, give us it, it that way. Give, give it in, like, the real world temperature rather than, like, your weird one. Well, this is yeah, America. Yeah, give it in Fahrenheit. Well, the real world is... about Kelvin, but you're a fucking idiot. Eric. That was a good game on the original Xbox chat. Wow. Uh, well, look, we've got a lot to get to this episode. You know, we've got a lot to talk about, but I feel like... There's something I need to bring to the attention of the GCP boys. We all believe in Kickstarter and what a great thing it is, right? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Well, I just it's want to—I just want you to have a look at this here, and um, you know, I, I believe Kickstarter funds, you know, true artistic ventures, and I feel like this is the absolute sort of crux of what uh, Kickstarter is capable of. Shouts out! Shouts out! Oh my fucking god! Why? Not enough rings. A Sonic the Hedgehog parody comic. No, thank you. Oh God. I didn't even. How did this get twelve thousand fucking dollars when, like, 
And how does it cost 6,500 fucking dollars in the first place? Because there's a lot of furries out there, man. I mean, if if you're like... Shouts out. Can we get a shouts out to our furry fan, our furry uh, viewers? I think so. Shouts out to all the furries. Uh, you know, best of luck fucking in the hotel rooms. Getting yeah, freaky. I'm not... I ain't knocking it until I tried it. But mm. what I'm saying is, I think a lot of them are into Sonic. So 12,000 of them, they all put a dollar in. That's how you get your comic. Well, Eric, you said it most, if you believe, you know, about the Sonic fandom itself. Uh-huh. Like... It, if you're into Sonic, I just assume you're a furry. Like, that's it. I, if you're, if you're like, really into Sonic, and Brian walks this line. Yeah. There are times where I go, mm, I don't think Brian wants to have sex with Sonic, but if, the, oppor if the opportunity were to arise, I don't know that Brian would go, mmm, pass. Because yeah. I think... There's just some kind of draw. And I don't get why Sonic is the character that people are, like, drawn to. He's not interesting. I don't know Like, why, why him and not Crash Bandicoot? Because Jaleel White. Maybe. The beat of the voice. Do you think if there was a Crash Bandicoot cartoon, people would, like, jerk off to Crash no, Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot's got an ugly face. Yeah. He's not cute. Sonic looks like a blue rat. Nah, Sonic's kind of <sighs> cute. I don't know, man. You're, you're knocking one out, and all of a sudden, a, t a big tiki mask pops into your field of vision, and you say, no, thank you. Mm. Yeah, no thanks. Do you think you know, people jerk off to Banjo-Kazooie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah you know, probably. Wow, the first time Cody chimes in and it's to agree with that. Cody, so, I don't know, what does that say? Cody, is it well, more hey. Banjo or more Kazooie? Ooh, yeah. I think well, it's more Kazooie. Of course you'd fucking say Kazooie. Kazooie? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Yeah. What if you're more into bears? You can jerk off to an actual bear. <laughs> Cody, explain. Well, see, the Banjo-Kazooie crowd isn't as big as it used to be. Spyro the Dragon has been getting bigger and bigger over the years. There's been a yeah, lot more- Yeah, you know what? But I thought he was getting uglier. A lot of furries- Yeah, because uh, of Skylanders? Yeah. Or dragons as well as- There's there's uh, a whole- There's a subsection of yeah. furry culture that they're into uh, mythological creatures. Oh, shit. That's- Usually you call yourself Otherkin if you do that, but then there's like Dragonkin and stuff like that. Other yeah, I I wouldn't be a dragon kin or other kin. I think I'd go just straight up furry, maybe some kind of a cat. I want to have sex with the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> That'd be another kin. Okay. I am I'm friends. You gotta with... you gotta find him and fuck him first, man. Yeah, that's hey, that's the goal. <laughs> I, I I'm uh, I'm pretty close friends with uh, someone who is in the, the furry lifestyle, and they are a insane Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Oh wow! What a surprise yeah. to nobody. But mm -hmm. I only I only base this off of my one sample from the from the uh, my experience. I know a few fairies, and it's like it's just a sort of a kinky subculture. I mean, it's not always kinky, but some people take it too far, and it's like their it's like their alter ego or even their complete self representation because they don't yeah. really get out much. But you I know, if you if you go if you go to a furcon just for the sake of like I want to see some. You know, some kind of freaky artwork or cool artwork, and then I want to get down in a hotel room in a fursuit and fuck a bunch of people. Then, you know, that's a that's a fetish to me. I think that's cool, though. Yeah. At least you're not fucking actual dogs. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's still I fun. think it's I think it's fucking awesome that there is an ability to gather that many people together and get their fuck on. I think it's awesome that they're not actually fucking dogs. Yeah. I think I agree with Eric. <laughs> Shuts up. Wait, with, but with Sonic? Can, oh no, I, I was just gonna say, you know, I can kind of see how some of these cartoons are, are like kind of cute. Oh, I don't. Like Babs no, Bunny, the Tiny Toons? The Child yeah. Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> you would fuck the Child Rabbit? 
No, I'm just saying, I could see how they were drawn to be attractive. The what, only uh, attractive Tiny Toon was Minerva Mink. Idiot. Well, but, I mean... Fucking idiot. A lot of the girls were, were over-feminized, and I think some people last time. Especially the baby rabbit. Well, yeah, what yeah. about what about the baby duck? Did you have sex with a baby duck? No. Uh, I was just... Every time you keep seeing baby, I think you're going to correlate it to adult babies, because that's a, the whole Well, maybe thing you're too. an adult baby furry. How about that? Is that a thing, Cody? <laughs> oh, yeah. Does your butt smell, uh, duck? Maybe. <laughs> I, I remember one time I was playing Little Big Planet. This is my first experience ever talking to a furry. It was on Little Big Planet when it first came out for the PS3. I was in a game with this person, and they talked so much how they loved Renamon from Digimon, and it was the best <laughs> character. What the Renamon? What is that? Like a like, dragon? It's no, it's like a it's like a dog like thing, but they they because in Little Big Planet you can post pictures like you can upload your own pictures in Little Big Planet and they would post it everywhere of Renamon, everywhere. <laughs> you know my I, favorite. Uh, I only watched a couple episodes of Digimon. I don't. I didn't care for that show. Mm. I don't know if there's an actual correlation, and wa watch people get like really mad about this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's an actual correlation between like people with Aspergers and people that are furries, but I have a feeling that there is some kind. There's like a big overlap. That's it. I'm so. That's this is so relevant. Hold on. I was watching the Louis Theroux documentary on autism, and it uh -huh, zooms in great. on what it zooms in on what the kids are drawing, and it's really hard to tell because the drawings look really shitty. But one kid had drawn Sonic and Robotnik. See? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't okay. know. Like, and hey, you can be offended by that. That's okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I know that scene you're talking about. It has one of the best sound clips ever. <laughs> the kid There's who like packs a away. black kid who notices that there are cameras in the room. And I don't quite remember the noise he makes, but he looks directly at the camera and goes like, Oh, hello. <laughs> I <listen to> that. <laughs> it was something like, it's an oh, hello. But the inflection is so fucking funny. And I'm not making fun of a, a poor autistic kid that was, you know, going to school. But it's a genuinely funny reaction that he yeah. had. Yeah. There was, there was one. I think, I'm not sure whether it was that autism one or the other one. But this kid, like, he's got a severe problem with violence when it comes to autism because he's low functioning. But he's, do he's doing this drawing. And the timer sets off. And he's been doing his drawing calmly for, like, one hour. And then he calmly packs all his things away, starts hissing. And just turns around to the teacher who starts to back away and just starts to beat the shit out of her. It was pretty... Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. That, that documentary is really, Heavy. in all honesty, hard to watch. It's... Yeah. You, you feel for some of those parents. Like, I, I don't know that I would be able to cope. Really? I ended up hating one of the parents because they were like, yep, yeah, I wouldn't do it again. I don't... And like, they were openly Jeez. saying in front of their children. And then they are like, oh yeah, they're low functioning. They won't understand what I'm saying. And I was oh like, that's... God. That's yeah, hard. I mean, it's, yeah. and the, it, there's stuff like that, but the 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 mom that has to like lay on top of her son because when he gets all fucking weird violent, she has to hold him down. Yeah. And then she's saying into the camera in the interview segment, like, uh, in a couple more years, he's gonna be stronger than me, and I'm not gonna be able to do this anymore, and I'm gonna have to put him in a home if he doesn't improve. Oh wow. And it's oh, like that kid was fucking, big. I feel I feel terrible for these parents. There are other parents that yeah are being pretty fucking outlandish i mean we we have fans out there who are who have high functioning autism or have a very light form of autism and you know shouts oh, yeah. out, shouts out for for you know living your life and doing what yeah. you do and coping with it because you know it's like it's, it's tricky it's 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 a challenge and we respect everyone for it for sure yeah and i think the internet kind of is quick to make fun of 
you know, a, a disease like that. And we meet, I mean, Eric and me personally meet fans, you know, or, or, or you know, viewers of Mega64 all the time that are in the same boat. And, you know, it's, it's to be serious, I guess, for a second. It, it is a pretty serious thing. And I hate when it's so easily kind of picked on online. I think the only thing that we kind of go into is just the resulting artistic statements that we love yeah. from yeah. Uh, high-functioning auti uh, autistic brothers and sisters. The shed sound. I yeah. mean, some some people could say we're pretty synonymous with Raymond Fourteen. Mm. Now, Raymond Fourteen very clearly has a learning disability of some kind. He's a viewer too. Shouts out we, to we don't, the Federation. Oh, no, shouts out Raymond. We don't know, you know, what's going on, but. It, we love his videos and we think he's a funny guy, not because of his disability, because of his sense of comedic timing and his, you know, his crazy video skills. He's good. He's got them. <laughs> he's got them vid skills. He's 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 a music maker now. Yeah. Oh, I, I love his music. It's great. This is the most heartwarming circle jerk we've ever Shouts had out. on here. Think we warm? <laughs> did we warm some hearts? We warmed some hot, hot hearts. We warmed some cockles and we warmed we warmed some hearts. That so, being said, I will play the Autism Simulator. It's, yes. That's an interesting game. Brian played it. He, he vined about it a little while back. Oh, I yeah. want to play it on the Oculus Rift. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, wow. that would be fucking something else, man. I think, uh, I think Brian... Crazy. I'm going to quote Brian here. I think he said it was the best Silent Hill game he'd ever played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found something online, and I know that this is how our podcast always goes. We just go on fucking tangents, but... Uh, I found something online that was um, a binaural uh, simulation of schizophrenia. Wow. And it just, it sounds like people are just all around you talking to you inside your head. You got to use headphones, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Hey, I listened to about three seconds of it until some some guy whisper, it's talking and whatever, and then some guy's, I suppose you go get yourself some sweat. And I, it scared <laughs> the shit. <laughs> I threw my headphones off and went, nope. Oh, <laughs> hear this! It's scary. Wow. I do not enjoy it. What do you it. search for? Binaural? Bi binaural schizophrenia on YouTube. I found it on YouTube. Okay, go B go to YouTube, kids. Yeah, B I N A U R A L. Yeah, Bi is it binaural? Bi binaural? Binaural. Yeah. Binaural. Binaural. Like a neuron. And then you can yep. check out binaural beats and do that eye dosing. So shouts out. Hey, I don't know if you guys fucked up. I missed it, but eye dosing was free on the iPhone this weekend. Who downloaded oh, it? Me. And Kevin, did you do Leviticus Green or what? No, we just we I do, we did the atomic bomb. We laid down together and did atomic bomb. Did you put towels over your eyes? No, we just closed our oh, eyes. Oh, it doesn't work then. I you know. have to put a towel over your eye. You and blew the, our minds. And then, get, and then get sack whacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What were we gonna talk about? Uh, apparently, some video games, and it's also convention season. But hey, you know we can keep talking about Sonic, right, Cody? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh... I was just looking up how much Renamon hentai there is. There's a lot of Renamon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. You you got quick access to that kind of dark side of the internet, Cody. I got my hats off to you. You know how to pull that stuff up quick. Yeah, Co Cody and uh, our friend Brooks Gurman. He, he they know how to find that shit. They're the best at it. Yeah, man. Put it on. Uh, put it on a resume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know Do you know who used to be that guy for us? Was Frank. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you remember Frank used to back in the day Frank could find I mean he probably still could, but whenever we couldn't find something on the internet, we Frank. would like text Frank and yep. he would find it. Absolutely. Shouts out the Hooli. Shouts out <laughs> to that Hooli. Uh so it is convention season, boys. Yes. You've been to a couple of conventions. 
we just got back from uh, well, Garrett got back from SGC, and then we went to RTX. Yeah, Cody Ooh. got me sick there. Yeah, no, I didn't. Cody, he fessed up to it on my stream last Wednesday. I think ten <laughs> other people did too. Yeah, I know. Why the fuck was everyone trying to be sympathetic and tell me that they were probably the ones? That, like six people called in and said they got me sick because they all want to be the one. They want to be so close Ooh. to you, Garrett. Is that like? Is that almost like my we had sex because my sickness is inside you? Oh, <laughs> oh, Cody. beautiful. Hey, hey, I, I'm just, I was actually sick, so I was saying yeah. the truth. I didn't want any of that. You're the only I one I believe, Anna. and and and. My my friend Cody, I love you so much. I would gladly take your sickness. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I you know what else. This is Nine Inch Nails, sung by uh, Johnny. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, we have we, we for, all right. Serious for a minute. A bit of sad news. We have to give a bit of a rest in peace to um, uh, Ryan Davis from. Uh, giant bomb. Uh, that yeah. that was a very sudden and very tragic passing. He was only 33, 34 years old. Uh, he was always the most memorable person from whenever I checked out Giant Bomb stuff, and it is an absolute tragedy. He was going to come out to PAX Australia uh, with a couple of other Giant Bomb dudes, and um, yeah, he he got married like a week a week before, and yeah. Oh. He's one of the few people in the gaming industry that I respect. Yeah, I uh, I was hit pretty hard. We were in, we were all in the airport, uh, getting on our plane to come home back to San Diego from RTX, and Rocco, kind of, got a grim look on his face, and I I knew it was a death thing by the way he said like, hey guys, and oh yeah, he he told us about it, and all I could think of is like, I've sat across that guy like at a podcast during E3 they had us on and I went twice and it was just cool being in the room with him and mm, the mm. giant bomb dudes and yeah my interactions were pretty brief but uh it was really fucking weird how young he was the uh I mean we've we've only I've seen him a few times talked to him a few times we've been on their podcast a few times and like I don't have anything negative to say about any of the people at giant bomb that like there are a lot of people that you meet especially going to like events and everything like that. Mm. And I, I'm not quick to be like, yeah, I respect that person. But uh, I absolutely respected that guy for sure. He kind of just did everything the way he wanted to do it. And I don't know if, if you don't know a lot about him, read about him. And I'm sure everyone, yeah. I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows about everything that he did. But if you I, don't just Google search Kane and Lynch <laughs> and uh, Giant Bomb, Ryan Davis, Jeff Gersman. Super nice guys. Uh, some of the first guys to like, or I mean, Ryan Davis is one of the first guys to kind of give us a break and be like, hey, love your stuff. Want you to come out and do some stuff. And I don't know, great dude. And uh, really awesome. Him, him passing is really a bummer. You know, when people on the internet who are quick to make jokes about the death of celebrities are not making jokes about somebody, mm, sure. that it really affected a certain segment really hard. Absolutely. Rest in peace. I yeah. haven't seen any jokes about that guy dying. I haven't either. I think the internet loved that guy. Absolutely. Shouts out. So, RTX, you went to RTX, and yes. uh, that was your second and, time at RTX. And it sucked. It was so bad. Oh, man. And there were mm -hmm. so many people, yeah. and everyone was mean, mm -hmm. and the city is bad, 
Mm-hmm. Cody tried to beat an X-Men game on a PS1, and they fucking ejected the disc off. Oh! Yeah. What? We're so close. Way to go, Rooster Teeth. What a baby. Actually, RTX, again, is like my favorite convention that we do. Uh, I love going to Austin, Texas for RTX every year. I look forward to it this year because PAX has been so nuts, like the way they've been selling out and everything. We have a lot of fans going to PAX, but then they all kind of ditched it, and they're like, let's go to RTX. They all they went to RTX. tickets for PAX. Yeah, and so they all went to RTX, and man, it was so much fun. It was so cool. And RTX is probably twice the size it was last year. Yeah. How I want it to keep growing. How many forum members do you think we had there? Cody, you were there. There was a big one. Okay. Uh, there were probably like 20. It was great. Yeah, probably about twenty. <laughs> you had you had you had, yeah. you had you had Kelly there. You had Rob Piggott, who makes all those great GCP yeah. fanfic theaters for us. Check those out on three. the YouTube. Three. Evan was there. Four. Had Chris Hernandez. Jesse Tyler. Five. Uh, you had the infamous Goldsting. Zach, Zach and Andrew, Andrew Douglas. Emily Irwin. Seven. The maker yeah, of the GCP yeah. t-shirts. What's Nick's last name? Nick Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Nick Diaz. Nick Brewer. Nick Brewer. That's hey, right. the the best thing that happened at RTX this year is that Nick kept calling people chachas. I don't know what a chach is. He called me a chach. Yeah, I think it's a word that he created. He's just like, man, I don't know. Stop being such a chach. I don't know. I think it's a word he made up. I think our Canadian viewers should email in and tell us if they've ever heard of chach yeah, before. Because, we need to know. Because he was very adamant about calling people chaches. Well, my friend uh, Nick, uh, who does uh, Leafrist, who we featured on episode 30, shouts out to the Leafrist and Purr. Uh, he, I like that song. He uses uh, chach as a term of endearment. So there it is. Ooh, <laughs> the other side. Hey, mm-hmm. The other side of the coin. Shouts out my boy Nick. So yeah, there were a lot of uh, a lot of our fans at RTX. We had a good turnout for our panel. The panel went great. Me and Garrett were actually on the panel, which is a rare thing that's never happened to me before. <sighs> Very cool. Second time it happened to me. The we did Anime Expo the Thursday, yeah. uh, the the Thursday prior to that weekend, and uh, they had me up on the panel for the first time. And then in RTX, I got to go up again. It was rad. It's, it's weird. It's different. It's and and congratulations for ten years of Mega sixty four. That's such a huge achievement for an internet based project or any project any media yeah. project whatsoever That's you can't like, well, see right now but me and garrett are shaking hands we're shaking right. hands the thanks the thanks really goes to uh you know and, and listeners show them some love rocco Derek, and sean mm. are the guys that have been doing this for 10 years you know like no it's brian kevin and frank <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've met them uh we've met them a little later on but it, it is amazing to reach kind of a big landmark like that with with the the group you know it's just existed for that long let's some mm. That says something. Yep. And I mean, you guys all went to high school together, and it's crazy that a bunch of people who went to high school together are still <laughs> hanging out together and like being yeah. good friends and making stuff that everybody loves. That's that is weird. I have. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I'm the I'm the odd man out. I didn't go to school with them, but every pretty much Brian, Eric, yep. Rocco, Derek, Sean, like all their siblings <laughs> and immediate group of friends, they all did. And I don't talk to anybody I yep. went to high school with. Nope. Pretty much. Yeah, uh, my only friend from high school is actually uh, Nick, who is a uh, Leafrist. So that's my oh. one high school friend that I still have. Thank you, Nick. Yes. Yeah, I listen. I did. I listened to that song twice. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, the new album will be coming out soon. I'll give you more details Good as track. that unfurls. But yes, congratulations on ten years. I've been following you. For, I've personally been following you guys since you first started putting things online. Uh, I still had dial-up or maybe IDSN internet, and it would take a long time to download the WMV files. 
And wow. it was a fun time. Or maybe there were uh, MPEGs, I don't know. But... I think there are WMVs. Yeah. Uh, Cody, you were at RTX. That was your first big convention to go to, wasn't it? Yeah, it was my first big convention, and it was a lot of fun. I celebrated my birthday. 18. I'm, I am legal. This is, yes, the first time I have played. He's ready to fuck! I did, well, all the dating sims that I did own, that I own right now, they are all purchased within the last week. So. Excellent. Don't say anything. Cody, you made a video. You made you made a video with our sweet boys. I did. It's on the YouTube. It's up there. It's great. Uh, there's there's a lot of funny things about that video that happens in the making of it. Uh, one thing is is we did get the first. We got an exclusive on that video. You might have noticed it. We have exclusive Hotline Mammy 2 gameplay. That's actually the truth. That's not even a joke. Yeah. Because uh, I went. Because I went over to record like just stuff around the convention center, and I recorded like off screen, off over some guy's shoulder, all on my way too. The guy stopped me. He's like, "Oh, please don't record that." And he's like, oh, and then he stopped for a second. He's like, "Wait, that was like 10 seconds." Yeah, you can have that exclusive. So we have an exclusive gameplay of Hotline Miami too. So he gave you permission. We got exclusive gameplay. Dude, that's all. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I and, played and, it, so I didn't know that either. And yeah, it, it was it it's, was red. It's 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 shot so well, and you can see yeah. everything that's going on in the game. And you know, I can't wait. I can't wait. We've done. Oh yeah. We we've done we've done the team proud for sure. Yeah, we we did release some spoilers, but it's all right. It was approved. It's all right. I saw a new mask. I'm not saying which one. <laughs> I'll say. Ask me anything. Uh, Eric, did you see a second mask? I did. Thank you, Eric. Uh, right. So you did the RTX, you did the Anime Expo, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, we are about to go to an expo. Uh, the GCP boys, me and Zach. Zach, where are we going? Um, Tell the people. Wait, are you, do you want location or the actual event? I want, I want all of the above. We are going to PAX in Melbourne in less than seven days. Sure are. PAX Australia 2013. We will, uh, Gaming Call Podcast, we will have that booth stand 1013. We will be in the exhibition hall right across from the pop culture booth. Uh, so come check us out. We're going to be there. We're going to be selling the t-shirts. The debut of both of the Gaming Call Podcast t-shirts. Both the GCP666 and the Can You Feel the Sunshine shirts. They will be there. You'll be able to buy them, wear them, enjoy them. And you'll be able to see, I mean, my, my sweet brother. Fuck yeah. Now, Brian is currently, he's on a plane, but I don't know where that plane is going. I don't, I don't know either, but I do know, I heard rumor that he's 100% confirmed, but again, this is just speculation. How many percentiles are in 100%? One, 100. They're one, you just said it, there's 100. Okay. But I but think- there may be a chance he's not coming. I've checked no. with my, uh, I've checked with my statisticians just recently, and- I think those numbers might be called into question now. I don't. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Now, Brian. That's what I'm afraid of. He's our friend. And we love him so much, and and Martin Olin. He's our friend. And we love him so much. Um, I think the numbers might have been mixed up there somewhere. I'm not sure. Man, so it's hard though. You do if you mix up the numbers like that. It it's uh, it can get confusing. Like they. I, Martin was using an old like Casio calculator, like a calculator watch. And I think yeah. the batteries might have died out halfway through when he was 
uh, making his calculations. So I don't, oh. I don't know what's going to happen. I know that Zach and I are going to be there, two sweet GCP brothers. Uh, we will have a special guest on the Saturday, most likely. Uh, it's more or less 100% confirmed. Peaches the Whale will be making an appearance. Peaches oh, wow. the Whale? Oh, oh, like, oh shit. That is awesome. Yep, and uh, his her Kara Chris uh, uh, makes a lot of music for the GCP, has a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, we'll have some things happening there. And we're going to be fi we're, we're featuring an artist. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but we do feature artists here on the Game Call Podcast. Do we? We do. Oh. Uh, we have uh, the uh, debut of the new album from Abortifacient, who is a uh, Sydney-based chiptune producer signed to a uh, Japanese label called Cheap Beats. We'll be uh, featuring his new album, You Little Ripper, on the, the Game Call Podcast this episode. Cool. Yeah. I always like the musical segments. It's a nice little interlude. And shouts out to a uh, boy, Little B, for doing that oh, interview. God damn, thank you, Bass God. That that was great. That was great meet, meeting Little B. I don't think I've actually talked about that yet. Uh, no. I, I went to a Little B show just recently uh, in Sydney. He was doing his world tour, toured Australia and uh, uh, and uh, Europe and New Zealand as well. Did that in New Zealand? Shouts out to our boy Dizzle. He went to go see them. Uh, over in uh, Wellington. Um, I went to the show. I hit Lil B up on the Twitter. He was down for it. Now Lil B, he he meets up with all the bass fam. He 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 pays good attention to his fans. That's one thing you can definitely say about Lil B. Whether you fuck with his music or not, he loves his fans. And he after he played like a two-hour set, and it was an amazing set, like one of the best live sets I've ever seen. Uh, he, he has a really amazing stage presence. He stayed behind and signed and took pictures with pretty much the whole entire crowd. And uh, then after that, we went backstage and we did that interview. And then after that, we hung out for hours talking about video games. And um, he is a Mega64 fan, fellas. You gotta be kidding me. Lil B, he fucks with Mega64. He fucks around Mega64, straight up? <clears throat> he does. And you know, you know what? You know, he has a message to pass on. Lil B likes Gamer Wars. He fucks with Gamer Wars. He watches Gamer no. Wars. That Holy is, shit! That's his, it's his favorite, man. Except uh, that he calls it nerd movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he calls Gamer Wars nerd movie. Yeah. Oh, that's all I'm ever gonna refer to it as from now on. <laughs> I fuck around with nerd movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch Gamer Wars? No, I fuck around with nerd movie. <laughs> That's great. So shouts out, shouts out to Base World. Uh, Peter, out. Peter, Sebastian, they filmed it for us. Thank you very much. That was good fun. It was a good night. Uh, maybe more to come. Who knows? Some things might be in the works. Oh shit. That would be rad. So come check us out at that GCP booth at PAX Australia. Shouts out to Penny Arcade. Shouts out to Reed Pop. Shouts out to Yug. I was putting the whole thing together. It's it's going to be a fun time, and holy shit, we're going to be there. Hope we see some of you viewers there. I know you guys, you people come nationwide to come see us. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, we really look forward to it. Oh, I was just going to say, they got a really nice booth by the entrance. We do. Like, right, right by the entrance. It's true. We're you got a booth right by the entrance, huh? We're situated well. Go download that PAX Australia app on the App Store and go rate us. Go give us a rating, 5 out of 5. Hey, while you're at it, why don't you rate us on iTunes, too? Give us a little review. I so, hope you guys see Robert Koo down there. He will be of the who's who. 
I, 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 I feel like you should say hi to him. You should say, great job, great convention. I mean, if you're having fun. If Absolutely. you're having a bad time, tell him you fucked up. Now, I, I don't think the percentiles Probably should of never that, say that to him. No, I think the you percentiles think so? of that are very low. Yeah, that's got to be super low percentile. And you guys are going to be selling those gaming cult shirts. We certainly are. We certainly are. World premiere from the worldwide leader in sports. That's correct. ESPN. Uh, so, I'm trying to think where we are in the Gaming Cult t- timeline right here. Because, uh, in case you didn't know, Gaming Cult is the only podcast out there to release a pre-E3 show before, after the post-E3 show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's what we're, we're that's, pretty interesting. That's what we bring to you, and shouts out to our, our boy Ryan as well for joining us on that. The Doctor was in. Hey, I just listened to that episode yesterday, and uh, I think that was a really good episode. I forgot... Well, here, I didn't actually forget. I thought... That part was a lie. I thought that uh, everyone had already heard that episode where I talked about being naked in the woods with a bunch <laughs> of other men. But I realized that no one's heard that yet, and they're just hearing it, like, for the first time this week. And the reason I didn't hear anything back, and I just thought, oh, yeah, it was no big deal, like, whatever, was because no one had heard it. <laughs> now that it's all, I'm, I'm getting like comments on Twitter, like, "Oh, what, what were you into?" Like, it, it was. Uh, I assure you, people, it wasn't a weird thing, and it was, yes, a very Native American type thing. That's right, man. Uh, you asked that question, and I didn't actually follow it up. I have no idea what Garrett's talking about. Oh yeah, he, Eric hasn't heard it yet. You are speaking. If you miss the last episode, the last thirty seconds of your life right now, you're going. What the fuck is Garrett saying? Well, our normal listeners, not, uh-huh. our, not our co-hosts, uh-huh. they, they listen like clockwork. Yeah, I've been busy. I know, I know. It's, I didn't listen to it until yesterday. It's most certainly been a busy time. So go check out episode 30. Uh, and then come back and listen to this part do you feel, of 31. Do you feel uncomfortable sitting next to me on the couch not knowing what I was just talking about? No, did you like fucking Indian? No, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Native That's Ameri- what made it sound like. Native American. Yeah, it made it sound Eric. like you fucking Indian. No one fucked anyone. Native okay. American. Did you jerk off to an Indian? No, no. You're just gonna keep saying Indian, aren't you? Oh, I'm American, I'm white, so yeah. Native American. <laughs> I am a Native American, I'm from here. <laughs> there you go. First bread. Uh, so Microsoft, they did a bit of a backflip. Everyone knows this by now, obviously, but hey, we'll, we'll cover it, why not? They, uh, they went back on all their DRM stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. Damage is yeah. done. That was hard I, to listen to. Though. I agree. I absolutely agree with Zach. Yeah. It's. I mean, it will get a few people back, but damage is done. People are very gone. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. it. And the fact there was such, they were so adamant about it, and we're like, hey, buy an Xbox 360 if you don't want it. Like, and then they turn back and go, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I think a lot of people would just kind of like, uh, no, fuck you, I'm buying something else. And Don Matrix, Don Matrix left Microsoft. To go to Zynga. <laughs> better company. Yeah, that's a weird move. What a cool move. They probably... Apparently he gets paid a shit ton, but they fired like 500 workers or something oh, so wow. he could get there. Do they think that... I what mean, a... is his goal to like, come out a hero because he can fix Zynga? Because, I don't know, Zynga seems dead to me. I just, I saw somebody post about, it's like a rat abandoning a sinking ship for another sinking ship. <laughs> <laughs> Bozinga. Bazinga. Badingus. Zimbabwe. <laughs> so, you, 
you guys are do, you're, you guys are about to do Comic Con uh, San Diego. In fact, the same uh, weekend as PAX Australia. Yes. Uh, have you heard about that uh, that little bon- that little pack in bonus that comes with every single attendee at Comic Con this year? Yeah. Did you see this, Garrett? I no. saw it earlier. What is this? You know the uh, you know how they give away a bag? Yeah, a swag bag. Uh huh. Yeah. It's uh, Big Bang Theory theme. Oh fuck! It, me. it comes with a it's like a backpack thing. Uh, and it has it has like a cape on it, and then the cape says Bazinga. Are you so fucking I'm kidding see me? That every fucking yeah, where I go. Absolutely. Are, are you fucking kidding me? I can't. What a joke! Hey. What a goddamn joke! Hey. For- hey. Shel- Sheldon. Y- yes, Le- yes, Leonard. What's your favorite Zynga game? Um, I believe it's Farmville because I can. Plant my crops in a mathematically grid fashion. Bedingus. That's like impromptu fanfic. Oh, Jake and I make that joke every time we see each other with some other with some other variant, whatever we're talking about. To to the point where the audience is laughing and going, "Oh, my baby, my baby, oh, my baby." The sonic boom bursts because- out, shattering the windows, as as the sonic boom itself impregnates everyone with Sheldon, which then erupts from their stomach in a chorus that cries, Bazinga, which implodes the Earth's core. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Hey, you know what? What? Let's go to a song. Okay. Uh- this is a remix. This is from the new Abortifacient album. A remix of his from uh, Cheap Shop. Uh, the track is Brain Freeze. Check it out.
like that song because it's ice cold. Gave me a brain freeze. You guys yeah, get that? I did. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, my it friend. It sounded like I was gonna be in a like a long hallway that led to a boss fight. Yeah. Well described. Like a like in Mega Man, there would be long hallways before you get to like Cutsman, and I, I feel like it would be that kind of music. Cuts Cutsman. Yeah. You know, like Stephen Cutsman. Cut a butt. I like that you didn't call him Cutsman. You called him Cutsman. Yeah, because that's. That's he's a cutsman. He's, he has scissors on his head. Yeah, cutsman. but like, what about the rest of them? Are they like Flashman? Splashman. Like, yeah, Flashman. <laughs> Chill Penguin. They Got all him. have that same annotation. Bamboo Pandemonium. He's different. Splash Woman. That was actually a thing from Mega Man Ten. Yeah. Uh, now Zach. Yeah. yeah. I do believe you have something special for us. Well, I haven't been on the podcast for a little bit. And J and I thought, hey, this week's a good week. And there's something that occurred a few months ago called The Great Gaben. Mm-hmm. And the story is left unfinished. And I'm not saying we're going to finish it now, but we have a big chunk of The Great Gaben to give to you. Is this part two? This is part two. Oh. Oh. The Great Gaben, part two. The crackling of bacon in the pan clouded Gaben's thoughts. His burden was not one that even the great Atlas could bear alone. It plagued his mind for every waking second since awakening from the dreams of last night's slumber. And so he sat, blankly staring at the blank plate in front of him, with two items of cutlery in hand, fork and knife, uncertain of what to say. It was then that Gaben's dear homemaker, Lisa, a two-syllable name, his favorite kind, presented to him a question best not asked. Would you like two or three eggs today, my gorgeous Gaben? The cluttering of cutlery collapsing to the clean hardwood floor rang out across the homely refuge. <gasps> Slowly, Gaben leaned down to pick them up, only to sigh and struggle to return to an upright position. Encumbered by the weight of his predicament, Lisa could feel the tension rising, and she had hesitantly welcomed it with a daunting familiarity. Two eggs it is. The spawn of Gavin looked upon his suffering, his two sons oblivious to the drama occurring all around them. However, the youngest of his kin shouldered the weight of Gaben and returned him to an almost monolithic upright position. It was now that Lisa knew of the events to come. She piled the plates with food of the morn and proceeded to place her hands on the shoulders of her beloved children. Go, go now. You can eat in your rooms and play some games. Excitedly, the children ran off breakfast in tow, anticipating the entertainment of the great electronic disc vessels. Gaben's lips quivered. And they parted, looking helplessly up at Lisa. I dreamed last night. Dreamed of what, Gaben? I dreamed of three. The sound of ceramic shattering against the tiles was deafening, yet perfectly encapsulated the parts that shattered within the room. Now bearing the weight of Gaben's great burden, Lisa hobbled to the kitchen window drawing the curtains to a close. Upon completion, 
she fell to her knees and painfully moaned. You said... You, you said you wouldn't think of it again! I will solve this, Lisa. I am Gabe Newell. I... I can fix anything. Kissing her forehead and leaving her to writhe in sorrow in the floor of the Newell household, Gaben began to run. Like a boulder, he burst through the doors of Valve and was confronted with an unfamiliar face. A face dressed in a two-piece suit, two clean polished shoes, two symmetrical eyes, two rings per finger, and seemed to be carrying two folders. Whoever this new employee was, they brightened Gaben's mood. I can't believe I get to meet the great Gabe Newell. Hello, sir. Might I ask who you are? I'm Eric. I'm your new personal assistant. And might I say, you have worked up a sweat. Would you like two of your freshly dry cleaned handkerchiefs to wipe the sweat away from your brow? Two-syllable name. This was the kind of man that knew what Gaben liked and how he liked it. A man of taste. Why, yes. Yes, I would. Thank you. Right away, Mr. Newell. As the perfect personal assistant paced away from Gaben, he turned with a smile. Slowly, his lips parted, and with a familiar draw of breath and mongoloid-like anticipation for the following statement, Gaben's panicked state reached levels of absolute chaos. But Mr. Newell, the handkerchiefs are alive! (laughs) Out! Get out! The roar of Gaben spread across the halls within an echo. Silence crept across the office. Chairs rolled from cubicles and heads seemingly appeared at absurd angles from every position at Valve HQ. Eyes stared blankly at the personal assistant, and unknowing of what he had just done, he felt fear and froze. Do you know how many times we hear that joke a day? Gaben's voice rose as he paced towards the petrified PA. Do you know how long we spend on every broken title only to be told the same joke over and over again? Do you think we knew it would reach such a scale? That those who would even enjoy the pleasures of portal started to say, oblivious to the joke we were spreading? The smile of something not human spread across the face of the personal assistant. The teeth jagged, and the smile stretched unnaturally from cheekbone to cheekbone. You put it perfectly yourself, Gaben. How long do you spend on every working title? Is that why there's no threes? The demon cackled wildly and threw its head back as Gaben fell to his knees. Unable to bear the burden any longer, he looked to the ceiling and let loose a pained cry. (coughs) Returning his head to face the personal assistant, he realized that he had seemingly vanished and was now surrounded by the workers of Valve, amongst them his old personal assistant. Mr. Newell, are you okay? Where? Where did he go? Who, Mr. Newell? 
the new PA. He was right there. There, there was no new PA, Mr. Newell. You just began to shout and scream at the posters of our sequels on the wall. Gaben turned his hands over and looked at them confused. I, I, uh, I need to fix something. Once again, Gaben ran out the doors of Valve, down the streets of the city, and burst into a public telephone, bursting the glass as his mighty vessel graced its now shattered confines. Frantically, he dialed the numbers. Four, two, five, three, five, four, three, three, three. The arrangement of these numerals upon the phone keypad spelt out a familiar word that had circulated the kingdom that Gaben stood atop as patriarch. Hello. I need to speak to three. Zach, that was, um, that was, uh, that was something else. I'm spooked. I am too. I thought I'd take a different direction to the rest. I mean, it's... The Big Bang Theory one was kind of creepy, but I decided to go full... full gay Ben, I should say. I think the uh, the laugh track being its own entity and causing the uh, clothes of uh, Sheldon to burst from their host was pretty damn creepy. <laughs> yeah. That was that was right up my alley. This is, this is filling me with so much, like, uneasiness. <laughs> like, I don't know what is happening, and I'm fucking terrified. That's the best thing about it. Yeah, I love it. Like my friend, thank you so much. Thank you. Cody, thank you for your gabins. Yeah, did a good job. <laughs> what, what do you. What, what, okay. Did you just congratulate yourself on doing a good job? Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think, guys? Uh, Roundtable, are we a fan of the Cody uh, Newman or are we a fan of the Cody uh, voice of the Gaben? Why well, had we more girls. fun? I'm not asking you, Cody. Jesus Christ. I had way more fun recording with Cody Gaben. I don't know if it's better, but I definitely had way more fun. <laughs> well, Cody, you're a shit Newman, so I'd probably say. <laughs> like, I loved it because it was so terrible. It sounded so unlike Newman that it was perfect. It was. Thank you, my friend. Uh, so, boys, let's go to the regular bits. Yep. Love them bits. Gotta love them bits. Bits and pieces. Me and Eric are living moss right now. Living, what does living moss mean for the rest of the people outside well, of your glorious uh, United States? Out here in the United States, we got a fast food joint called Taco Bell, y'all. Oh, and shit. it has some of the cheapest fast food that you can buy. And we're all about living that lifestyle. They're open late. Some of yeah, them up to 24 hours. And uh, we just, we live moss. We live by their slogan. And we, you know, just basically live moss. It's a lifestyle. You know what I mean? There you go. Shouts out to uh, us. The um, uh, Taco Bell used to be here in Australia, but it was only around for about a year because I know how this is how it is in uh, the US, but uh, you have something called grade F meat at Taco Bell. I don't know anything about that. I They do serve Mountain Dew, Code Red Mountain Dew. Oh, sick. So. But yeah, it, it only uh, survived here about a year because of lack of patronage and the lack of quality meat. And I think we might have higher sort of government well, standards. I don't know. I, I don't know about meats or any of your kind of things that you do over in Australia, but uh, they have uh, d- 
Doritos brand chips, they, those are what they make the taco shells out of. So wow. live moss. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Yeah, in Australia we beat our meat, so we don't get what you guys are doing with yours over there. Yeah, we do. I do that over here too sometimes. Yeah. I help. Oh <laughs> <laughs> really. Uh, uh, how about we go view mail, boys? Yep. Your mail. Okay, here's a quick one. This one is from Timothy Brennan. Uh, hey guys, I believe that the game Zack was referring to a few episodes back uh, that he was not knowing the name of. The kids game with the worm coming out of the apple and spelling and everything might have been Word Rescue, uh, which also had a very similar sequel called Math Rescue, uh, both published by Apogee Software. Hope this helps from Tim. Now, I, I, now see, the, the game that I thought you were talking about, Zach, because you used to play this all the time as well on your computer, was uh, Richard Scarry's Busy Town, or Richard yeah. Scarry. I remember, yeah, I remember that. I remember that, that but, yeah, I mean, there, I actually, I got a shit ton of stuff on Twitter from people from all over the place saying, this is the game, this is the game, this is the game, suck my dick. And they all had worms with apples on them. Oh, yeah, so it was, there were a shit ton of them. I'm sorry for being... I'm sorry for my lack of knowledge about, like, you know, 90s edutainment. But, um, it was Word Rescue, you are correct. But I did also play Busy Town, and I remember that there was one th there was one level that taught me, I think it was the earliest stage that taught me dickery in video games. And that was when you got to control the tornado. And, like, <laughs> you, could go you could go up to people's hats and take them off the tornado. And that you could do nothing else. You could make a paper airplane fly and all this other shit. But why would you do that when you can make people chase their hat and be like, Oh no, my hat. And then they chase it like, Oh, that tornado took my hat. And then I'd sit, <laughs> I'd sit there for 20 minutes just making sure that they wouldn't get their hat back. <laughs> I, I remember because when you were a young baby and you're like, Wow, wow, I want to play. That would be the only game that you'd play. And I remember you doing that. Thank you. That's what he was like, Garrett. He was just like, Wow, wow, I want to play. He said, wah, wah, baby wanna play. Baby wanna Wiimote. Baby wanna shake it like a rattle. That's right. Sounds about right. We have to give credit to Cody here. That whole uh, wah, wah thing, that's 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 Cody's genesis right there. So That I, is. Take credit for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna congratulate myself on being good at that. Congratulate, <laughs> congratulate yourself. We also, last last week we referenced uh, baby wanna fuck. Wah, wah, baby wanna fuck. Which, as we all know, comes from Blue Velvet. I thought that also came from Cody. Shouts out to Blue Velvet. Cody, you seen Blue Velvet yet? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, you like yeah. that movie? Yeah. There's a lot of there's some pretty adult themes in that film. When did when, when did you see that, my boy? Yesterday. Yesterday. He just yes, turned yeah. 18, so he saw it yesterday. So it's uh, yeah, okay, because there's a lot of sexual content. Really? Because you can see it when you're 17 here. Oh. Cody's in Georgia. Oh. Well, down in the south, you can do it with your family, and that's about it. <laughs> Just that go, get all together, you watch the Grand Ole Opry, and on comes Blue Velvet. You have a good old time. Good old folks Hell with good yeah, old jokes. Hell yeah. yeah. Baby oh, wants no. to fuck. <laughs> I know you can squeal. That was Deliverance, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, was. Deliverance. Yeah. I've never actually seen Deliverance. Do I need to see Deliverance? You, that's... You, you really don't need to. <laughs> that's all I know about Deliverance. That's pretty that's much all there is. Well, not all there is, but it's kind of the main bit of the film. Well, the, du yeah. the, the dueling banjos as well, that's, that gets a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, big shouts out to everyone on a Facey B. They've been posting that fan art. It's been a while since I've talked about the fan art. There's been a lot of it. Uh, shouts out Tiva Ebrahamipur, if I pronounced that uh, Persian name correctly. I hope I have. Thank you, Tiva. He's a good uh, viewer of ours. He's uh, made a Sonic the Hedgehog in The Sims that looks really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a, it's a Sonic human. Oh, cool. I'm going to have sex with it. Oh, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> My dream come true. I'm going to fuck the rings right out of him. I'm going to fuck him so the rings come out, and he's going to have zero rings. But then if you fuck him a second time, then it's game over. Hey, guess what? <laughs> fuck him a second time. Oh, oh man. Uh, shouts out... <laughs> Shouts out to everyone uh, that's been sending us uh, their Animal Crossing picks. There have been so, so many Animal Crossing picks of people naming, uh, people getting their characters to say Stray Cunt on a regular basis. <laughs> lots, lots of Grandpa Ermanota, so thank you uh, everyone. There's, there's honestly too many people to thank. I've been getting so many of those. Good job, uh, guys! <laughs> That's right. Thank you to Kenneth McKenzie who sent a picture, a drawing of me saying Australia cunt. That's very good. Thank you very much. Uh, Stu is always sending us. He's one. Of, he's pretty much our in-house designer. Uh, Stu the Unsung Zero, sending us lots of uh, uh, fan art as well. Thank you for that, Stu. Uh, I know I'll be forgetting other people. Yes, thank you again to a uh, double shout out to Kenneth McKenzie for his Will Smith Luigi album cover. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly the worst inside joke that we have ever coined here on the Gaming Cult podcast. Just check that out there. Garrett, your dreams came true. They have. They've been fulfilled. Shouts out to those viewers. Shouts out to them viewers. Uh, let's, go album uh, let's go album recommendations, boys. Oh. Album recommendations from any genre or age up to and including the present. Zach, why do you, you go first? I can't talk um, to Well... I missed out on the past two weeks' random access memories, so I decided to go a little bit more, uh... Just recommend Discovery. No! Has it been recommended yet? I think so. Well, I, I, don't I don't think so. No, it has. We all fucking recommended it on the set. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, have you recommended Discovery by Daft Punk yet? Yeah, I recommended the same episode he did. Okay, perfect. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Um, well... There's one group that don't really have much of an album yet, but they're pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying them so far. They got a lot of stuff on the YouTube and their website. They call they're from Norway, or they are Norwegian, and they're like I think they play indie electro kind of thing. Uh, Le Maitre, if I'm pronouncing it right, with a mouthful of stones. Uh, that's L E M A I T R E. They're pretty good if you like, you know. Electro Indie is pretty nice, and besides that, with for an actual album, uh, probably the English Riviera by Metronomy, which is also really, really, really good. Same kind of stuff. Excellent. Cody, do you have an album recommendation? Uh, I have two. I have two recommendations. Uh, one recommendation, Anamai Gucci, Endless Fantasy. It's a great album. Ryan B. Awesome. to that one last episode. Yeah, but Ryan, go ahead. Shit. last podcast Shit. Ryan recommended. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to second uh, my co-host, and we're both going to recommend Endless Fantasy. Wait, you got a, a second opinion? He's a doctor, and you gave him a second opinion. <laughs> I don't think well, you're fully qualified to do that, Cody. Well, Cody, what's your, second, what's your second recommendation? This is actually a recommendation from a recommendation from you, Jake. Uh, I've been listening to this album a lot from Goldie Timeless. Hell yeah. I love this album. 
and is really, really good. Now, I'll talk about this for a little bit. Goldie uh, Timeless is one of my favorite albums of all time. It might be my favorite album of all time. Uh, it came out in 1995, uh, and it is from drum and bass or jungle, then jungle producer Goldie on Metalheads. Uh, he was a high school hero of mine. Like you guys had all your high school bands, I had Goldie basically. Uh, uh, Timeless with tracks like Inner City Life, that's a 20 minute track that it starts off with. It's an absolute, it is an epic, as in an epic. Uh, go ch yeah, uh, Cody, good recommendation. That's that might be my favorite album of all time. That that changed my life. That made me, that's one of the albums that made me want to make music. It's actually, it's also as old as me, so say say Jesus that. Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> the the album of your birth, yeah. Yeah, I was birthed with it. It was it was playing as you came out. Your mom was as pussy. Un in unison, he created he created the whole album, and I was created. In the words of ODB, came out my mom was pussy. Listening to Timeless by Goldie. Yeah, sounds about right. I gotta check that out. <coughs> Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Eric. What I've been listening to a lot of has been the Hotline Miami soundtrack at work. I can just put that on and kind of like do work to it. So Fuck you, that's, I already recommended that. Uh, that's okay, because I have an actual album that I'm recommending, and it's not Daft Punk Discovery. Ooh. Um, <sighs> the actual album that I'm recommending is uh, Beastie Boys' Solid Gold Hits. It's a best of from, I think, 2005 or 2006. Uh, I started listening to it like a week or two ago. I really like the Beastie Boys, and there's a lot of songs that I like, and there's actually a lot of songs that I like by them that aren't on this album, like on this best of. But I think this best of is like really, really comprehensive and really, really good. And then you listen to it, and then you, sit, you listen to the whole thing, and you sit there and you go, I'll never be able to see the Beastie Boys live because yeah. one of them died. And you get, and you, and it doesn't hit you hard. It hits you hard enough. You just go, ah, fuck. Yeah. Oh well. And that's it. Was that last album good? Because Hello Nasty in nineteen. 19... No, not really. Yeah, Hello Nasty in nineteen ninety six was amazing. It was, um, yeah, that was like a decade and a half ago, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Hot Sauce Committee Part Two was okay, but it's, I think, uh, after was it MCA. Uh, got cancer and uh, then battled back from it and then they did the album and then he died uh, shortly after which really sucks they, they had one good song on that album the single from that album I thought was pretty good um, but the rest of the album I don't know I didn't really like their album before that either uh, but I think when you go back further like Paul's Boutique shit and everything I mean you have that's like super late 80s but I love the Beastie Boys a lot. I think they, I think they have a cool sound that changed a lot from like the really, really early days to when they hooked up with uh, Mario on turntables to kind of getting like really progressive sounding, and then they started getting like too progressive with Mixmaster uh, Mike. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Ma Mario Mario C was on those early albums. Then yeah. Mixmaster Mike came along for Hello Nasty. Actually, no. Mario C and Mixmaster Mike were both on Hello Nasty. Were they? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's you know, awesome. That might be the first place I heard like sampling, and recognized it oh, for the, what it was. It's, it's it, the easiest. If you're not a big fan of rap, you can listen to the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, I I don't think their rap is not super intense at yeah. all. No. Dropping that sign. Sabotage. I, I think sabotage is a great place to start. Yeah. yeah. If you get Paul's boutique and kind of work your way through, you'll just go. I don't really get it. What is yeah. this? And then Beastie Boys had like a lot of hardcore songs on like their yeah. earlier stuff. Yeah, Aglo, Aglo. Heart Attack Man 
just like heart attack man is so is good it's weird it's so good a grade on mojo Aglio e Olio, that was their first, one of their first EPs. Just yeah, total, total messy hardcore, it's great. Yeah, they have, a, they have a lot of cool songs and everything. A lot of instrumentals, like Sabrosa and I don't know, there's a lot of stuff. They have a lot of good stuff. So check out anything by the Beastie Boys, but if you just want to get their best of, solid gold hits. Sabrosa was the theme, uh, the, the end title credits music to my skate video in high school. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool song. Hell yeah. Check your head. Check Your Head's probably my favorite album of theirs. It's a great album. Yeah, man. They they also put out a uh, a best a greatest of sort of in the late nineties called The Sounds of Science. It was a double yes. CD thing. Uh, that that was that was also amazing. That had a lot that's of their really early good, hardcore stuff. I think stuff. they put out stuff after that that's really good that belongs on a best of, and that's why I recommend that. Hell yeah, hell yeah. By the way, we're talking about the Hotline Miami soundtrack. If anyone hasn't played Hotline Miami, you have no reason to. Steam Summer Sale. It's fucking three bucks. Yeah, oh, I just bought it on Vita. I just beat it on Vita. Oh, shit. You beat oh. a Vita? I beat a Vita. Did you get a Vita? No, I borrowed Brian's and went to uh, RTX. I'm only on chapter two. <laughs> did, you like say, did you say, Brian, my friend, I love you so much. I'm going to take this? No, because he was moving, so I didn't have time. Okay. He just brought it over and we had a drink. It was nice. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Garrett. Yes, sir. Do you have an album recommendation to just I do bestow upon, among the, the viewers? I do indeed. Uh, there's a band called Neurosis, and there's an album, Souls at Zero. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, it is, it is, it's very heavy. Um, I don't know what genre of metal you would put this under, but it's one of them. Kind of doom and gloomy. It's got a really atmospheric sound, and not, at times, it can be really long instrumental sections, but most of the songs have uh, lyrics, and uh, it's good. It's really fucking good. I love putting it on and listening to the album all the way through. Some of the longer form songs, some of the, like, uh, eight-minute long ones are good. Um, In particularly, there's demos uh, of... A song called Zero that I really like, which is uh, the third track into the album. But the demo version is on uh, the album if you get the MP3s as well. It's something I think you would do while, you know, working or doing homework and stuff. I I like to kind of put it on in the background to chill me out. I actually used to get a massage to this album. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when Jesse would (laughs) come to the house? Me and Eric have a friend that's a masseuse, and she would come give us really, like, cheap massages when she was going through school because she needed practice. And I would put on this fucking crazy, like, <laughs> album. But I, I just ran it by her first. I was like, hey, I, is this weird? But I, I, this music is, like, you know, better than spa music for me. She's like, no, nah, I actually like it. That's fine. She's cool. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Neurosis, Souls at Zero. It's good shit. They, they use some sampling as well. There's some sampling of some creepy, like, old movie stuff. And yeah, no, Neur- Neurosis are a great band. They've been around for a while now. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, I'm going to recommend the new Pussified album. Uh, they are a band from Japan who have put out a couple of EPs here and there on sort of indie labels. They've now just signed to Warner Japan and put out their first album. I, uh, it's, it's, in, it's in Katakana, so I don't know uh, what the na- name of the album actually is, but it just came out, so it won't be hard to find. Um, I think it's out on iTunes as well as also a Japanese sort of CD edition. It's Japanese rock, but it's like really... It's... It's, but it's it's poppy, but it's also like got tinges of sort of krautrock and prog rock in there as well in the melodies, 
and it's got uh, Japanese female vocals, and the vocals are very, um, very sprightly, very uh, sort of almost idol-esque, like they're almost kind of like J-pop idol-esque. But it's such a unique sound and a unique band, and their songs are catchy and so well written and incredible as hell. It's incredible as hell, guys. Um, <laughs> the 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 track, the first, second track off that Fever, which is their single, you can go check that out. There's a YouTube video for that. Uh, Pacified uh, Fever and the new album, go check that out. It might be my album of the year, amongst all these albums that are coming out. It's incredible. The new Kiari Pamu Pamu album just came out, Nanda Collection. That's also really, really, really great. Um, yeah, you played a little bit of that Pacify album, and I really liked it. I need to check that out. It's it's amazing. It, it might be my album of the year. Uh, vid Games. We're going to get there. We're there. Vid Games. Let's go. We've been playing them Vid Games. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zach? Uh, no, I, uh, why why do I go first with Zach? I can never go first with Zach when it comes to playing the Vid Games. This is your show. You figure it out, man. Shit. Gear act <sighs> together. Cody, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing uh, The Last of Us, but I'm not going to go too deep into that because people Let's, are still playing this. Yeah, me too. I'm playing Thank that. you. Me too. Uh, hey, th- I, it's the game that I've been playing the most. A- as soon as we're done uh, recording this, I'm going into my bedroom to start playing. I haven't played in a week because I've been so fucking busy with all these cons. I'm going to go in the bedroom and touch my wiener. What? <laughs> you do that when I'm home? I, that's the only time I do it. Oh my god. Hey, is Garrett home? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Better jerk it. Better speaking, uh, speaking of games and touching myself, I just ordered, which should get here in a couple of days, got Moe Roll Downhill Night Blaze, a dating sim series inspired by the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> oh my god, awesome. Cody's gonna fuck Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I, I finally picked up Nino Cooney, uh, and I played a little bit of that. This is Studio Ghibli RPG. It's very cute, it's got a great art style. But it's very tedious. So I slow. Don't know how I, I don't know how I feel all about I it. All I can think of, all I can ever think of when someone mentions that game, is the scene in Full Metal Jacket where the Vietnamese prostitute gets off the back of her brother's motorbike uh-huh. and uh, is bargaining, and she says, uh, "He's so horny." But I just think of it as Nino Kuni. <laughs> I don't know why. The title of that game just makes me think of another like outtake that they didn't use that that actress said. It's awesome. <laughs> like Cooney sounds like slang for like a vagina, and I don't know. I, I don't like the name. Well, that's no uh, that's uh, Mako or Omako. That's pussy in Japanese. Omako. Yeah. You know Cooney rap the white bitches. Uh, I also picked up <laughs> Neptunia. <laughs> Oh no, Hyperdimension Neptunia, the first one. I played the second one before, I never played the first one. Uh, I picked up that game. That game has a lot of flaws, but it's very charming. It's got a lot of charm to it. And the characters are really cool. I like it's it's a game that's based in the world of the game industry, where it's all the companies in the world have their own personas as a anime girl. And it's a JRPG franchise. It's pretty niche. It's, it's one of those niche NIS games, isn't it? Yeah. Uh but the first game has a lot of issues, but uh, I know I played the second one and it's really good, but I still haven't picked up the third one. So. so you're playing this game where girls are video game consoles and they've got the tits out and you're thinking, man, this game has issues. Yeah, this game, this game, well, no, the game, like, that's the perfect part of it, the game. It's because when but, I look at my PS3, but, but the game, the game, PS3, the game has issues. 
Yeah, the game's weird, guys. Yeah, the game the game has like flaws, but when I look at my PS3, I think of that girl. I have a girl. Hey, I don't. Hey, hey, I don't care because there is a girl with white hair that is the queen of a lestation, the best country in the world, and she is hot as fuck. She's moe and kawaii. Oh, Cody, you're dragging me to the depths. <laughs> My boy. Um, is is she a we? Why is she? What does she represent? She Nintendo. represents. The, she represents the PlayStation, the, PlayStation, the best she's console. Probably PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then you got you got the Wii, which is the Nintendo place. It's basically a Mushroom Kingdom. You got a cutesy girl there. She she's just not as cool. Then you got like you got Le, she's you got the not Le, she's Le, not as cool. Yeah, she's just kind of missing the missing the ball of the industry world. What's so. the Xbox girl? Is she like green? Oh, she's green. She got like white clothes. She's got like a ponytail. No, not as good as not as good as that hot ass white hair PlayStation girl. Does the PlayStation girl wear all black? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Cody, my boy. I think I'm gonna be uh, importing a certain franchise soon. I'm not. Oh, okay. well, it, it, it's localized. It is localized. Yeah, I've heard of Hyperdimension Neptuna, but uh, I had no idea it was about the game industry at all. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah the, they, uh, the, the new one just came out, Hyperdimension Hyper Neptunia Victory, or V. I just got that. I don't know if I'll play it, but I got it. Uh, the, the game also has, like, uh, like the summons in the game. This is RPG. The summons, they tied in with Sega, so you can summon Altered Beast. Like, the game Altered Beast would load up, and, like, just the werewolf would come out, and that'd be your summon. This game wow. is just for, like, fucking super nerds, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like you gotta be like a turbo nerd to like be super, like to like really really get into yeah. this. You got that TurboGrafx 16, man. You gotta have it. Oh my god. Yeah, summon Bunk. Summon JJ and Jeff. I will. I will, <laughs> I will summon JJ and Jeff. Summon Boo and Shoe. <laughs> Thank no. you, Cody. I guess. You're playing vid Whoa. games. Eric, what are you playing? You playing vid games? been playing Last of Us a lot, but it's giving me like stomach aches, so I can't, uh, I can't like play it super, super long. Um, it's like the most stressful game I think I've ever played in my life. Wow. Uh, but I want to keep playing it. I think I'm almost done with it. Was it you that said like it's the best Resident Evil game in a long time? It, I mean, yeah, I think we've all been saying that. It's the best Resident Evil game of like the last 10 years. That's a perfect way to surmise it. Yep. It's so, yeah, it's the perfect way to surmise it. That doesn't uh, make sense after I said it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game, and uh, I'm sure everyone's already played it and beat it, but I'm a little slow on the draw. So, uh, I got that. I beat Hotline Miami uh, on an airplane. That was a lot of fun. It, it goes in like a lot of different places. And the art style's great. I played Hotline Miami 2. Uh, the big thing I was worried about with Hotline Miami 2 is that the music wasn't going to be as good. And um, shouts out to Nigel at uh, Devolver, who let us go over and play that. Rocco and I went over and played it. Uh, played it early before the convention. And uh, holy shit, the music is so fucking good. The graphics are good. They they kept the whole feel of the game. They, like, what I wanted it to be was more levels, and it feels like more levels plus. It feels like there's gonna be this bad, like this weird badass story, like there is in the first one. And, uh, Hotline Miami 2, man. That game's dope as shit already. I played, like, the first two levels, and I already like it a lot. Um, you what else have I played? You won't, you won't be able to beat it, though, when Garrett's home, because you're going to beat someone else. Yeah, I'll be beating uh, 
beaten Ew. myself alone beating video games. I should charge you extra, like, rent for that. If you charge me extra rent for that, I'm gonna blow loads all over the walls. Oh! <laughs> Get your money's worth! <laughs> a load tax. Don't, don't fucking, don't, do not fucking charge me extra. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking about. I'm all saying. these dropping fucking loads. I'm gonna shit underneath the couch, and you're gonna go, what's that smell? And I'll go, I don't know, your cat probably killed something. Uh, so next time you smell something... Oh, it's gonna be shit under my couch. Sam. He's saving. So, he's uh, saving uh, load, gallons of loads load in the uh, in the freezer for future generations. <laughs> I've also played. Uh, I got Tiny Wings on my iPhone because it was free. So I'm Sean and I got Tiny Wings. <laughs> Eric. Aww. Eric will give birth to a nation. <laughs> yep. I like Tiny Wings. It's fun. I play it for it's right. a few seconds here and there. It's fun. It's the simplest game in the world. It makes so many other game devs angry because it's so successful and it yep. was it could have been made in like an afternoon, but Oh yeah. Yeah. It's fun. You're a bird that can't fly. You fucking fly around, whatever. Fuck it. Slide and shit. Lift your finger it's, on and off of the screen. It's the it's the slide level from Mario 64 but sideways. If Martin was here right now, I'd get him to do the Tiny Wings skit, but he's not. Yeah, Martin, do the Tiny Wings skit. You fuck. Oh, don't sit. Yeah. You Svenska one. shit. Yeah. That's, that's it, I did it for him. Pretty um, good. Garrett. Yes, sir. Do you, video games, what do you think? How do you I feel? think about video games from every... This motherfucker's playing Animal Crossing right goddamn now. True. I think <laughs> video games all the time. I'm uh, currently shopping with uh, LaBelle in the accessories uh, department. And uh, yeah, I've been playing that Animal Crossing. I've been getting my home expanded. I've also been putting up all kinds of things like windmills and fences and a campsite. And, uh, you know, I make that money. I, I sell that fruit. I do that skit. It's all fun and games. You selling pears, bro? I be selling pears. Pinhead pears. Classic. You that police station yet? Uh, I got the dream... The, what are you talking about? The police station. You mean a police station and there's a cop dog that... Doesn't deal with any shit, and he's gonna fuck up every animal Whoa, in your town. I do not have that yet. I gotta keep doing that. I actually yeah. haven't been playing that much because I brought it to RTX, but I never fucking played it once. We were going nonstop. Yeah, me too. I have so many weeds I have to get. I'm so pissed. Yeah, it's uh, well, I I put in beautiful city ordinance, so I got that shit on fucking lockdown because I'm pro fucking professional, oh. Cody. I got Wait, Nido. I got Nido. So everything's right, overweight. Well, anyway, to the people that aren't playing Animal Crossing, this is a bunch of horse shit. Uh, on the Vita, I've been playing that uh, new download of mine. Uh, why can't I think of the name of it? Miami Heat. Fucking yeah, the man. basketball. Did, have you guys been Miami Heat yet? <laughs> that, was such nope. a, that was such an intro for the wrong name. Miami Vice. Yep. Uh, That's it. Don't nobody help him, please. God damn it. No, don't don't turn on. Figure it out. You can do it. CSI Miami. Hotline Miami. Yay! He had to open his Vita. No, I didn't look at it though. <laughs> been playing that Hotline Miami. Do you like it? I do like it. Uh, it, it is tough. I I die like 40 times in a row before I can go through. But I, I uh, wait until you get to like the last four levels. Oh my god! You'll go nuts. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna end up like hating it. I know. But yeah, the music's great. I've been playing uh, just the last couple uh, days on my lunch breaks. And yeah, I played Halo 4 just because we were doing RTX stuff and played a little multiplayer out in Texas and I thought, well, why not do it on the stream? That's still a fun game. I might play some of that tonight. And then just trying to blast through Last of Us, but haven't really touched it in a week. Looking forward to getting back to it. Thank you, my friend. 
Uh, I am playing The Last of Us. It's great, not very far through it. I'm gonna try and get through all of it before I head off to PAX. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm playing School Days HQ on the PC. Yeah. I got, I got, <laughs> I got that special edition. My wrists is very comfy right now. Uh, it oh, is. It is. It 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 does. Yeah, my it is a fully animated, uh, like cell by cell animated dating sim. It's oh, fucked yeah. up. Uh, it's I'm great. enjoying it a lot. It's one of the best dating sims ever. I love that game so much. Oh god, I love that game. It's, and he's played every goddamn dating sim out there, ladies. Date him in yeah, real life. Don't make it hey, a sim. Yeah. Well, dating well, real life. I like. I prefer anime. So at this point, don't even try. Don't who try. who. Who's the bigger Jesus dating Christ. sim aficionado? Is it uh, your dear brother Zach or is it Cody? Co Cody by Mons. Like, I've probably played quite a lot of them as well. Uh, over oh yeah, 10, 15 years. I look for the strange and the wonderful, and Cody has recommended me fantastic things in the past. But he's definitely the go-to guy. It's in all those animes. I like. I like. I like. Sometimes I like to play. Water closet, the forbidden chamber. <laughs> 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 All right, very, 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 very brief summary of water closet. Go. Uh, water closet, the forbidden chamber is about a lot of girls with issues and that deal with toilets. One girl can't hold her bladder, and she has a lot of issues. Like, oh no, maybe I'll pee here. And That's then hot. she goes, "Hell yeah, it's hot." What the Say, fuck is wrong with your life, Cody? <laughs> why are you? Why do you? Why do you? This is going out on the internet. You know that. You right? like volunteer hey, this information. Hey, trust me. At this point, I've talked about dating sims so much on the internet. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it might matter. I think it matters <laughs> actually probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it matters. I think if you're attractive, you can get away with whatever the fuck you like. And from what I saw from that video, Cody, you're a very handsome young man, and you can get away Thank with you. doing whatever the fuck you like. Thank you. Don't listen That's to Eric. Good. He just knows. Gonna, he has to be. He has to be self-conscious about the shit. You're gonna date the shit out of a computer. A, a computer oh. that has to piss all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick up Conception too when that comes out later this year. Oh. That's gonna be great. My boy. Zach, what have you been playing? Um, it's been too, it's been too long, my brother. It's been way too long. I know. Um, I've been playing a fair bit of Animal Crossing on Ruby's 3DS, and I'm really enjoying that. I spent a lot of time fucking around with her, but it's all right. Um, let's have a think. Um, Duke actually bought, uh, gifted me a game two days ago, which is really interesting. It's, I'd say it's more like a visual novel than a or than a um, dating sim. There are dating elements later down the track. It's pretty good so far. I'm pretty encapsulated with the story. It's called Analogue Hate Story. And I'm finding it quite entertaining. So thank you, Duke. Shouts out. Um, but mostly I've been playing uh, Counter-Strike. <laughs> really? That, that was well, not the answer I was expecting. Hey, I'm going to start playing Counter-Strike too because I got a new work computer. But and uh, a guy I share an office with is like, super fanatical about it has been like since the beginning and uh still plays to this day like on our lunch breaks and after work and stuff sometimes and i just want to land party with him and like on his servers i'll have to jump in with you too well here's the thing um i don't really like playing for i like being a little bit competitive but it reminds me of the times i used to spend in the internet cafe when a lot of the time i should have been at school in like the final two three weeks oh, but man. You, 
We used to have an internet cafe in in the city called Beyond Internet Cafe, and it was where the scummiest of scum people all came together to play FPS. Oh yeah. Definitely. And it was basically little fucking hood rat kids from the housing commission, and the government gives them money, which they spend on ciggies and playing ciggies. Which they spend, which they spend on ciggies, alcohol, and going to the internet cafe. Zach, can you tell, uh, can you tell our dear American boys the uh, favorite Australian word for cigarettes? Darries. Fucking darries, cunt. Is that does that come from darts? No. Maybe. No. no. Does it? Is I, it? I had a uh, uh-huh. I had a Canadian guy tell me this weekend that he calls cigarettes darts, and that's common. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people over here, if you if you talk to the old blokes in the pub, they'll be like, oh yeah, throw us a dab. Which is... It does. Dear. It does. A dub. Fucking smoko. But, yeah, so these scumbags just hang around, and the best thing to do is, since they're all really shit at video games, you go with your friends, and you target them. For example, when I played the first Call, well, Call of Duty for... With the one that, you know, everybody played rather than Call of Duty 2. Mm. Um, yeah. You'd be in the internet cafe, and I'd name myself the Shanker, because they always they, there's a term that they use. Oh yeah, I'll shank your bras. Give me your wallets. And <laughs> <laughs> listen to me, you fucking cunt. Give me a fucking give me a fucking phone and wallet, or I'll fucking shank your bra. And that's pretty much how they talk. So what you do is I called myself the Shanker, and this is this isn't so much within the actual video game itself that the true beauty of it comes out. So what I do is I'd stay true to my name. I got really good at knifing in, because it's a, it's pretty much a one hit kill in Call of Duty 4. So I'd spend my entire time targeting the little scumbags that I knew were playing. And because they're all about, you know, 12, 13 years old, and they all had children to go home to once they went home to their housing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, you just target them, and basically, after a while, after about a few times of getting knifed, they'd start yelling across the internet cafe and go, Who's the fucking Shanker? Who are you, bros? Fucking buy you, bro! <laughs> and, and then you go into you go into the typing console, like, just like the text speak, and you go, You're a faggot. And they'd just lose it. They'd absolutely lose it, and you'd shit-talk them, and you'd be like, Oh yeah, you suck. I see you. Nice hat, faggot. Because they all wear these little dry fit tennis hats and things like that. <laughs> so basically, you make fun of them to the point where they start to lose it. And A, they either get kicked out of the internet cafe, or B, they start running around and kicking chairs of whoever's playing Call of Duty 4. <laughs> <laughs> and wreak absolute fucking havoc. And so I hope that as I play Counter-Strike, I'm connecting to someone somewhere in the world and as I piss them off that they are doing the exact same thing. Also, shouts out to one guy who I really hope is listening. He plays Counter-Strike Source and I've been targeting him for the past like five days because he seems to play every day. Think of the Yummy Pussy is his username <laughs> and I have- Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's me! <laughs> <laughs> he lives in Sydney and he, like, we were playing on, it was, I think it was like 1am on, on Friday night, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm going, I might go out to the city later, who wants to come with? I'm like, I'll come, are you gonna go get bitches? And he's like, yeah man, I'm wasted right now. I'm like, yeah, I bet, that's why you're playing Counter-Strike at fucking 12am. 
<laughs> and he just basically went on about how many bitches he's got, and then you just like go, oh yeah, do you fuck dudes? And he'll be like, no bro, that's gay. And you go, no, no, no. And then you get on the voice command, and you'd be like, oh yeah, I'll fuck you. And it's like, no, no. I'm like, oh wait, so you like to fuck, so you can fuck me. And he's like, no bro, that's gay. And, <laughs> and so for five days, I've been chasing him from server to server, going, man, why don't we just fuck? We're such good friends now. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, he, and so I have success. I think I'm doing a good thing for him because he seems to be playing every day and he seems to disappear every time I come into a server. So I'm pretty happy. And can we just hear that username one more time? Think of the yummy pussy. No spaces, all undercase. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the right idea. Oh. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. We we really have to start doing let's plays or Twitch streams soon. That's yeah, hey, really. after packs, that's gonna happen, guys. Definitely. Watch out yep. for them GCP streams with me and uh, me and my dear brother. Fuck yeah. Well, gents, that's it. That's we us. That's all she wrote. Did we do it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay! Thirty-first one in the bag. That is. Only thirty-one more to go, and we're done. Oh, thank yeah. God! Thirty-one in the bag, bruh. Are we really finishing it after sixty-two? Sixty-two is done. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Would I remember. You I remember you saying Why it. Why would you go past sixty-two? I've just got so much more to give. <laughs> well, just think of the yummy pussy, and you'll be right. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, that was episode 31 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. Write to us, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up, gamingcult.org, facebook.com slash gamingcultpodcast. Twitter at gamingcultcast. Twitter at uh, Eric Bedour. Twitter at Garrett Hunter. Twitter at Zach Supreme. Twitter at Last Cody. Twitter at Martin underscore GCP. Twitter at Dubayan. Uh, we are going to be at PAX. We will see you at PAX Australia on the... Uh, well, next weekend. Fuck. Yep. We'll see you then. <laughs> Say hi to Brian for me, guys. Hell yeah, 100% confirmed, bro. 100%. I sure hope so. Cody, plug your stream, please. Ryan, last time, plug uh, a Twitch channel that does not exist anymore because I forgot the password. So if you want to watch Ryan and Cody, go to twitch.tv slash lastcody. We have that there. We have ice cream stories. You can follow me on Twitter. That was already given out. And thank you very much. Thank you, Cody. Okay, I have one to plug, too. You can check us out Sunday, Mega64 Podcast. Whoa, your mouth's full. I'm eating hummus. Take it easy. I'm eating hummus you, you and pita. It, time it it's just hummus. Mouth's all Mega full. Mega64 Podcast. Mega64 check it out. Podcast. On a, join the boys on a hot Sunday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, my favorite podcast. You guys I already have so many that. goddamn listeners and viewers. I, why would you even need a plug? The world knows you. Little B knows you. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I recognize if Cody gets a plug and I don't, I'm gonna be real upset. Lil B's right. got gaming cult shirts. He doesn't have Mega 64 shirts. I'm a diva. Oh, he does oh. like nerd movie. Oh, oh yeah. Movie. Also, if you're at PAX and you're thinking of seeing me, please give me a publishing deal. I'm looking for one at the moment. I want sponsorship yeah. and publishing deals. Go for I it. I can vouch for him. He's a good boy. Hit us up. He deserves it. Do it up. All right, we're going to go out on another abortifacient track from the album, You Little Ripper. The track is Ripper. We'll see you next time, guys and girls. Bye. Later, nerds. Hit it. Na, 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 na
Na na na na. Here come the hot stepper. Turn it up. I'm oh, yeah. a lyrical gangster. Turn her up. Excuse me, Mr. Officer. Turn it up. Still living like that. Turn her up. Chipsies. Ha <laughs> ha 
You said Gaben. I said Gaben. You said Gaben. Can you say Gaben again? Gaben. Thank you, Cody. I said it one more time. One more time. It's time to celebrate. That's Discovery. I didn't recommend it. Uh, recommend Discovery, Cody. <laughs> hey, hey, Zach. Hey, Zach, have you heard Discovery? No. No, I it's haven't. Good. I haven't heard Discovery. I haven't heard Homework. I haven't heard Human After All. Haven't heard Random Access Memories, and like, fuck, I have never heard Alive 2007. Who the fuck makes all these things that I'm just making up right now? Have you heard- wow. Well, you have heard Alive 1997. Yes. Well, you should listen to Discovery.